five. How's it going, guys? This is remotely dope. Which episode is this? Like four or five? Uh, technical three. Uh, How's it going? It's a beautiful night outside tonight. It is. Where are you at? Riverside, Riverside, California. Yes, sir. Born and raised, home of the degenerates. Let's go, dude. If you guys are wondering why Dakota looks a little different, it's because we got a different uh, <laughs> third guy this week. This is Nathan, right? Yes, sir. Born. In, uh, it's my name. <laughs> say born and raised, Nathan. Born and raised as a Nathan, my whole life. Yep. I thought I could sneak that mask, but apparently not. <laughs> I'll call it all out. I call it as I seize it. As I, I will say, Nathan, it. if you could record sideways. Oh, now he's gone. If you could record sideways, because it's going on uh, YouTube that way. Yeah. I, I see you're looking like Wilson from Home Improvement. All I see is is just the top half of your face. I can't see your chin. You scared him off. I did. <laughs> oh, there he is. There we go. Thanks. Hear me now. Mm-hmm. Is it good for you, Clay? Yeah, I can hear you guys. No, I mean, visually, is it good for you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you up to over there, Randy? What are you uh, I, fiddling with? I was trying to fiddle where you guys were on the screen um, I was trying like, to get to where I could see your face because I didn't want you to try to adjust your camera more so I was just fixing where your face was on my end but I'm packing full as of two days ago Arizona is medic recreationally legal alright hey. hell yeah dude I'm like the welcome, welcome to the club yeah exactly welcome to the club brother thank you, thank you. How's it feel to be able to get weed legally and not go to jail for a gram now? I was already able to because I got my card, but ah. not that everybody can. Yeah, it's only like 80 bucks to get a card out here. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a few hundred here if you haven't been seen for the condition that you're getting it for in the past 12 months. That's then you got to pay extra for them to see it for you right there on the spot. Wow, man, that's 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 highway robbery, man. Like out here, even for before it became recreational for years to get a medical card, I was like thirty five bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely California was like thirty five bucks, but no, there's a heavy state fees out here. Damn. I'm looking looking to get my cannabis agent card, and of course, when I googled that this morning, um, just uh, medical cards kept coming up, and it was saying shit like thirty nine dollars, forty dollars. I was like, "Damn, I might as well get that done too." Oh shit! You save a lot of money with the medical prices. Oh, most definitely. I don't know if you uh, if you're from California or not. Um, Nevada. Nevada. Okay. Vegas. Oh, okay. You're in there. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just totally pinpointed. You just fucking. <laughs> you just doxed me. 
How are yeah, they gonna find me? Like two million. It's all right. There are two million <laughs> people here. I think I'll be all right. <laughs> Fucking um. But yeah, dude. Um. The weed out here, I feel like since it became recreationalized, the fucking quality of the weed, like overall out here, is dropped, man. Like it's dropped. <laughs> it's just fucking like, uh, well, I, I've noticed like before it became recreational, it was medical and you could still like go to illegal pop up shops, you know what I mean? Uh, like the weed was substantially stronger. Um, now, you, and you also have to pay for, for like an eighth out here, dude, it's like $65 for some whatever. You know what I mean? Jesus it's insane. and so that's why, like, you don't. If you're ever in California, don't buy weed from the dispensaries. You're just gonna you're gonna waste your money. Make sure you have a friend who wow. better shit, and you can get it for cheaper. Um, the last time I went to California, I saw the dispensary menu for the closest one, and I just ended up going sober for a week for the first time in however long because I was not <laughs> about to deal with that. Dude, the other day, actually, not the other day. It was like a, a few weeks back, rather. There's this one clinic not too far from where I stay called Strain, which is a fairly popular one in the IE. It's out in a place called, well, a little desert town called Paris. Um, and, uh, dude, there was two different t- price eighths. Their house eighth was like 45 so still 10 bucks higher. So it's not like too bad, but it's still too much to pay for an eighth. Right. And then the only other eighth they had in stock, guess how much that shit ran? What, like 65 70 it was ninety dollars. <laughs> what? Oh what was that? Yeah, highway robbery. Exactly. I, I I looked at her and I I I don't know why she got offended by me saying this. I was like ninety dollars because I like just like that. I was, anybody would react to that. Like, how the fuck are you gonna make me pay almost triple the price of what this is? Like, that's crazy. Right. Why the why the fuck am I gonna pay ninety bucks for some bunk weed? Anybody... The medical dispensaries out here are at least under ten a gram, but for the most part, you can at you can at least get some okay stuff that that you're going to be co- very content with. You yeah. can get it for less than ten a gram here. That's that's right. definitely there's some uh, dispensaries in Vegas have kind of turned into Starbucks. So there's like one on every fucking corner. So if you know which ones to go to, you can get a pretty good deal. Like I get cartridges, uh, 0.5 cartridges for twenty quarters for 50 and they're not they're like 22 percent quarters they're not you know but i'm not like a crackhead i don't need something crazy i can just smoke a couple bowls and be good like i got used to it you know right, what I mean? right so before obviously i smoked like gorilla glue and skywalker og all the time and shit like that but eventually uh like my connects kind of fizzled away and it was it just became easier for me to go to the dispensary and it, i'm probably better off for it because i get like a little bit less high than i used to it's almost like fuck man have you ever been to that there's like one big dispensary at Laughlin do you know what I'm talking about which one you know the name I went last I want to say last February maybe the one before that but I want to say it was last February Uh, it was like the, the main one it's fucking huge and it's like right on the main road up top it's like a little higher. It's a big old fucking building. Because uh, I haven't been to Laughlin since it was legalized, but I've been to Reno, and I've been to... Okay, so I was going to tell you, because you're in California, I don't know how close you are to Temecula. Pretty close. But my my close. I have family out in Temecula, and their weed is cheap as fuck and bomb. I couldn't like, believe it. I got like a... What was it? Like a, a quarter of this really high rated shit i think it was like 35 percent for like 60 bucks shit 
I couldn't believe it. So yeah, if, if you're anywhere close to Temecula, that's where to go for weed. Okay, I yeah. might just make dude. That's funny you say that. My buddy Johnny actually goes to Temecula. Yeah. There you go. Big ass capsules and stuff. It was called what was it like White Diamond? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a it was a shit called White Diamond, and um, he bought like half an ounce of that, right? And then he also got like a, you know those big ass Nesquik jars that are like fucking like this big. <laughs> one of those all of pre rolls, all for two hundred bucks. I was like, how the fuck? Do you five. It's usually five bucks a pot for a pre roll. So you're That's imagining a Nesquik container full of those plus fourteen grams for two hundred dollars. That's crazy. I yeah. was like, you gotta fucking tell me where to go. Because the way I, the way I looked at it was, um, the place I got it from was like this farm, and they only did delivery. I don't know if it was because of COVID or whatever, because this was like four months ago. But mm -hmm. uh, and it just dawned on me like these farms have probably been in place forever, and they just dealt under the table before, and now they're able to just keep it going yeah. legally. I about the FDA. Well, that's, that's the thing with Arizona is uh, all the dispensaries that are already active right now are going to be the ones who get the first licenses for recreational vending. Mm -hmm. That's um, how it was out here. All the ones that were all like super conf like you can tell which dispensaries have been here since before it was legalized because you have to like go into a first room before you go into the second room uh, with like locked doors and yeah. then they check your fucking ID. It's like all like like you're at the airport. And then you go yeah. to Wii for Planet 13 or something, and they just check your ID and let you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, Moreno Valley, the, the shop I went to there was the same way. Uh, you would go into a room, they check your ID, you'd wait in the room. There's a little security card there with a, a little fold-out table sitting right in front of them with a monitor mm -hmm. that had a whole bunch of cameras on it. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, yeah. he'll stroll outside and stand outside. It yeah. feels like almost as sketchy as getting it beforehand. Yeah, it, it just makes you feel so nervous going to do it. Yeah, you feel like you're at like a job interview. A yeah. yeah, where you feel like I, I've never been to jury duty, but I'd imagine that's what jury duty feels like, just a whole lot longer. Well, the, the thing is, weed, <laughs> weed is such a casual thing, and so like it, it relieves stress. Oh yeah, and. Right. Those kind of dispensaries create like a kind of stressful environment to getting it. So yeah. especially if you smoke 24-7, like you're already high when you get there. You're just sitting there like, uh, can I go in now? Or it, it just yeah. feels like, oh, it, it's weird. Like the DMV. It, it's just, it, it definitely induces a strange sense of anxiety. Or it can, rather. Um, yeah. And then I noticed often in California anyway, man, oh, You'd get up and you'd walk with them and, and they'd, they'd take you one by one and they have one person that helps you the entire time. And yeah. it's just too intimate for my liking, man. Like, I want this to be as simple as me going and picking up a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to tell you about my day. I don't want to tell you about my plans after this right now. Like, I just... I just want to go in there, get my stuff, and leave. And you are just way oh, yeah. too <laughs> happy. Like, I hate to be like that, but you're just too damn happy, bro. <laughs> I, I think I'm like, one of, like, the like, last... Uh, What's up? It's like a drug dealer trying to be friends with you. Like, why the fuck do I want to be friends with my drug dealer? I want to buy my 
drugs from you. Give me my fucking drugs. You know that's what I mean? What I was gonna yeah. say, like, it's like almost the opposite. Like sometimes you get that drug dealer that's like, oh, you want to stick around and smoke a bowl or blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, you get those business drug dealers that are just like, yo, what's up? Here's the shit. Blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to cause a scene. Um, I'm probably one of the last people on earth that still watches new Simpsons episodes, but there was a Simpson episode recently where they talked about that, where Homer started a dispensary where you got the real experience. Like he was in like a fucking, uh, like a tie dye hat with dreadlocks and you'd go in and he'd just be like, what's up, man? You want a bag of shake or whatever, you know? <laughs> uh, damn. I never thought Simpsons would do something like that. I'm going to have to check that out. Right. <laughs> it was a good, uh, for someone I've been watching since I was a little kid, The Simpsons is just, they're right here, so. Oh, um, yeah. There's, like, one good episode for every ten, but, you know. It's very true, especially the older, the newer it gets, the longer mm-hmm. it goes. Same with Family Guy, I'm the same way. I just, I grew up on that, like, Sunday night Fox block, and that was, like, yeah. what I looked forward to as a kid, so I just, it's a tradition. Fucking Malcolm really and Brian's. A bag of weed, bag of weed, everything. Everything's better with, better with a bag of weed. Get I love weed. my favorite joke from that because I was dating like a huge Hoovian at the time. My favorite joke from that episode was he goes, since everybody's smoking, he's like, wow, and uh, uh, views for Doctor Who have been through the roof. Like, <laughs> sense because at the time I didn't smoke. I was like, maybe that's what I need to understand that show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did your girlfriend at the time smoke? She did before we met, but I was, like, such a huge dickhead, like, borderline Republican at the time that she, like, stopped for me. So she probably yeah, still did it behind my her. back and shit, but, like, as far as I knew, she stopped. And I'm not talking about retarded. I'm talking about Republican. <laughs> oh, I, I, am, I am against bias across the board, except for when it comes to Republicans. I, I have, like, an... I, I have a outward bias against republicans like straight prejudice i don't care mainly because it pisses them off they just they, they all seem like they're not like human they just only care about themselves sociopaths, I don't know. man fucking sociopathic as fuck man but yeah. like it's crazy it's it's insane it's very bad I'm glad I, you agree i, I was agree. like uh, oh i hope this guy doesn't <laughs> he's like a no, trump supporter no. and i don't know <laughs> I don't, I don't, no. I don't have a time. When I group. told you you'd get along with Nathan, I really meant it, man. Like, this is. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. for me personally, I, like, I don't like talking politics in general because it's a good way to ruin friendships, especially depending where you live. I don't, like, I don't agree with uh, conservatives entirely. I think they have good policies for, like, the economy, and I will give them that because that doesn't uh, affect anything, like, uh, socially, aside from the, the funding. But, uh, right. uh, the liberals have really good ideas for the people themselves. But nobody's willing to meet halfway to make any of it work. And so I just stopped caring. Like, like at the end of the day, no, I, let me rephrase that. I didn't stop caring. I stopped putting my energy into a situation I can't control. Fucking, I lost you're right. all hope for, for that middle ground and for that place in politics to ever take place. I lost all hope for that when I watched the presidential debate. Yeah. <laughs> here it's a fucking that, Dude, that was a shit show, and I just, that was it. That was, that was all, I'm totally lost all hope in politics after watching that. There is never going to be a middle ground. 
There's never going to be two people in power having a three hour long conversation and hashing out serious issues and really genuinely wanting to get to the fucking bottom of it. No, they just want to win. That's it. That's all it is. They're the, that, and that's the yep. thing. That's the dumbest thing about the presidential election, especially when it comes to late stage stuff like and all that. Um, uh, the debates aren't about doing what's best as president. They're about seeing who could be uh, the best roaster. And then whoever's good at roasting is the best president. And then they win. Yeah. Like, that's what Ivanka, happens when Ivanka, Melania, Bo. Sorry. Ivanka, Melania, Bo, Hunter, my bad, dude. But uh, Ivanka, Melania, Bo, and Hunter, all the members of the pre- of those guys' families, like they, none of them had anything to do with, with fucking trying to fix this country. Not yeah. at all. Not a single, not a single thing. It was a slander fest. Like you said, they added a fucking mute button to the debates for the second round. They added a fucking mute button because of how much of a shit show it was. If you have to, if you have to fucking mute the two people that are going to potentially be in charge of this country, why the fuck are they even there? Why are they there? They lack so much discipline. But like, dude, I didn't vote for a president because they're both awful. They are both awful. Trump See, that's what I did last time, but then uh, Trump got elected, and I was like, eh. And don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll say publicly I voted for Biden, and I don't agree with fucking Biden by any means compared to Trump. But I'm just one of those people. I know voting independent or voting for, like, some third party it, it, is a losing battle. You got to vote for fucking somebody, and I wanted to get him the fuck out of there. I voted, I, for, gonna... uh, I voted for, like, city and state stuff because our votes really matter there. But, like, as he far did. as... Uh, presidential shit goes like i've just stopped caring because we're gonna lose every year anyway everybody's going to lose (laughs) (laughs) like it doesn't matter it's been the shiniest of two turds for like six elections now so it's like it's easy to understand i did the same thing last election but i felt like i was gonna i was gonna vote for for the green party but i ended up not being able to make it to the polls altogether but yeah i agree it's the the shiniest of two turds yeah, and it's, it's like it's so belligerently angry about voting for one or the other. It's like I get your person that there's personal feelings and reasonings behind why you feel some type of way, but at the end of the day, neither of them are going to be good for any of us at all because the government is good at fucking us, and they have been good at that since they've had people to fuck. So at the end of the day, why the fuck would they stop fucking us? Like, like that doesn't matter. <laughs> Every four every four years, it doesn't like like I, like I, I don't fucking care who's gonna fuck me if I'm getting fucked right every year. If I'm still getting fucked, I become I become a cum fucking. Yeah, but the, I feel like I feel like the one with Biden fucks less people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all about it's all about the greater good. If a couple of million yeah. less people are getting fucked, yeah, then I, I get that. But but that but I, the only reason I didn't vote for Biden is because he's been on camera being weird as fuck with kids. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, where is, I, yeah. It's and, like, and Republicans and people that are all stuck in their like shit. The, the people love to pull that up. My yeah. thing is with not you, but with with like Trump supporters, uh-huh. everything Trump does. All this stuff that, like, dude, I don't believe in, or I don't agree with paparazzi existing. I don't, you know, I believe that we should all have privacy and stuff. And should Trump have been being recorded while he was saying, grab her by the pussy? No, that guy was in the wrong. But it's still, he still said it, and it's still just, it is what it is. And people, and, and the people that support him are like, oh, you know, he wasn't trying to be recorded, and he was just talking in private, and blah, 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 blah. And, and, like, then, and you know there was there was there was a guy comes out, 
Sorry, just, just to finish I'm... my point, Biden comes Go out and then everybody's like, oh, what a fucking pedophile. Like, people have been calling Trump a pedophile for 20 years. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not. Me saying that is not me trying to give Trump any fucking leeway. That's why I didn't vote for either. But like, Oh, like, I know. I can tell yeah. with how you said it. I was just bringing my perspective with oh. the people I've dealt with. I agree. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a like that that type of interaction in general, like you're describing, is exact. Like I said, it's exactly why I don't fucking discuss politics with any like on a casual level with people. I, I don't I don't fucking know, or especially people I do fucking know. If I don't think it's gonna go anywhere good, but like if something like this, this isn't a uh, a, a debate over something as, as trivial as that. This is just us discussing our views and doing the and discussing it how it should be fucking discussed by the presidential uh, elect or the president elects themselves during the fucking debates. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a situation where it's like uh, Joe Biden spouting, uh, talking about something, and he has like an old man episode, and Trump just starts trolling. It's it's like, dude, get the fuck off the TV, get the fuck off the stage, stop doing this whole mockery, dude. Everybody around the world can fucking see this. Everybody can see this, and it's well, except for like North Korea and shit. But like that's <laughs> <laughs> so many people are watching it though. Just yeah, it, like, yeah. The it makes the is. behavior even more right? baffling. These are the heavyweight championship <laughs> contenders of the mm-hmm. of the four years, and both of them don't know how to box. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, why the fuck are they boxing? You know, like, like <laughs> it's stupid. Um, I don't know, man. I just as far like with, with the way the world's going, like with the climate and the the natural disasters left and right, the 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 fucking school shootings and the mass shootings in general. I feel like at the end of the day. Being so worried about a president who is going to fuck us anyway is such a stupid. It, it's stupid. Worry about the things that we can literally control. We can like we can make differences in areas that they won't. That they can. You know what I mean? What I and, what I really like is is when people refer to this this extreme polarization we have as as a family debacle. You know what I mean? Like America is yeah. going through. A huge fucking family fucking crisis because we're 50 states of polar opposites and we've got a drunken aunt who won't shut the fuck up and seems to be influencing a large chunk of the family and nobody understands why. And, you you know, it's it's that that's that's America right now. But it's like I like when people refer to it that way, because no matter you're still a fucking family, man, like it's the 50 United States. We got to figure out how to fucking make that shit work yeah. like that. Sh- that's that should be priority number one. Yeah. How do and we then, get that shit to fucking work? Exactly. And the thing is, as I like, I don't know, like these, these, two, these two things don't inherently equate uh, what I'm about to say, but they can. And maybe like you'll get a grasp of what I'm trying to say. Um, we, we are, we are, the 50 states are, are it's a 50 uh, member family and everyone is vastly dysfunctional as well as all of the, we'll say like, let's say a state is a person, right? Metaphorically, all of the people in each state, uh, the blood cells, what happens when all of your blood cells are fighting cancer and we're trying to handle this, this uh, family debacle, you know what I mean? Like if you have a, a state that is full of people at each other's throats for whatever, you know, X, Y, or Z reason, there's no way we can hope for the greater masses to form until we can get ourselves into control first. And nobody mm-hmm. fucking, man. I'm just like, dude, everybody's so focused on the big picture, not realizing that the big picture will become better if we fix all the small ones first. Because if, yeah. 
it's it's just kind of fucking common yeah, sense. Because I mean, the, the same kind of corruption you're seeing at the top is, is the same kind of corruption you see on I'll local right levels. There, I heard of all. Okay, what do you think no worries. I've heard of I heard of so much corruption going on in uh, Moreno Valley. I've heard oh, of yeah. I've heard of tons of corruption going on in Moreno Valley, California. And all that shit. I've I've heard of tons of corruption going on with Tucson, Arizona. Mm-hmm. It's just it happens on a local level. I think yeah. I think from what I heard, the eight the Tucson, Arizona thing sorted itself out, and I think they're from what I from what I've seen. I'm not an expert on their politics, but what I've seen, they yeah. seem to have their shit figured out. So don't quote me on saying that. Just Arizona is corrupt, but but Reno Valley—that's definitely something that was confirmed. And there's like, yeah, there's no getting around that. That shit, that shit happened. That shit was live, and that's why there's so many fucking warehouses in that place right now. Oh yeah, dude, it's crazy. Um, and also like, like I don't know if you heard about any of this. Before my dad passed, he was a teacher in uh, uh, Marina Valley High School. Um, this whole fucking school board got fucking uh swept and and uh reelected or whatever. Uh, because of this whole huge fucking fraud thing or whatever they did, like there was a whole bunch of money being stolen by the higher ups of the district from the from the fucking school district or the school. I funds. know it was a little bit ago, but my condolences, by the way. Oh, uh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy, dude. Um, you know the fucking the school, like just Moreno Valley is corrupt as fuck, and then you got like you, you brought up Tucson. Um, uh, Tucson, no, Tucson. Tucson. It's a it's a little tourist town by the Grand Canyon oh. in oh, northern. Arizona. Give me just a second. Sorry, I have to respond to this. Uh, what I miss? Uh, us uh, we we're just talking about the corruption in Reno Valley, California. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. Local level. Privy, but Reno Valley, when it was first being uh, built and founded as a town, uh, was intended the to. I graduated. What happened? Mm. The town I graduated in. Oh, really? What school? Vista del Lago. Oh, okay. Right on, man. I went to Kenya. Uh, swear. Right on. Small world. Small world indeed. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, if, if uh, Clay knows this, but. Uh, uh, Randy and I knew each other from like young. Yeah, we were like nine. I'm pretty he sure. He told nine me or... that. I asked him, uh, he said, I got a new guy for the podcast. I said, Who is this motherfucker? And he said, Oh, guy I've known since I was nine. I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we but, previously uh, did an episode of Here's Someone together, and that, that turned out a total success, in my opinion. I had a lot of fun on that one. I probably listened to part of it. That's cool. He's a welcome addition but, uh, to the podcast. Rain he Valley, seems to be very similar to us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Marina Valley is a hugely residential town. Um, I mean, there's grocery stores, there's restaurants, things of that nature. But as far as like industry, there used to be not nothing any there at all. Uh, but through the course of uh, time, a whole bunch of warehouses popped up. So now it's just become this giant hub of workers that who work at warehouses and amazon and ross and dds and sketchers and it's it's just all warehouses so it's a whole bunch of minimum wage jobs at warehouses that's how uh that's what happened to reno 
They really? put a Tesla where they put a Tesla suit Giga factory factory whatever they fucking call that. They put that out there and now everybody the <coughs> I worked for a summer out there at a slot machine warehouse and <coughs> everyone would tell me how horrible the housing market was cuz everyone started moving there for that fucking Tesla shit. Fuck. Mm. Just a second. I'm having to readjust here. But uh, I heard there was there was bribery going on. Uh, I remember this guy was going around in the classrooms trying to get kids to go to uh, go to city, uh, like give their testimony to say, yeah, we want we want these uh, laws approved because we want to have jobs when we get out of high school to be able to pay for our college and shit like that. Like it was it was really interesting. That's, they that's were. Them. They were trying to go go at the youth in high school, and it was and, and the teachers let them in happily too. It's disgusting, man, and it's and it sucks because like my dad, I remember my when my dad was working uh, and talking about this shit. Uh, he, he told me about that, and he's like, "Yeah, even the teachers that didn't want to, they didn't have a choice. It was better. They were like, oh. that's insane." And that will uh, well, my dad wouldn't have been. If you have no tenure, wild, dude. You think school board? That's what I'm saying. Like unions are good for the workers if they're for the workers. The education unions are shitty. Like they're very corrupt. Very, very corrupt. At least out here, I can't speak for every one of them. You know what I mean by any means. But yeah, out here, bad. Um, Riverside County. Well, it's just like it's just like HOAs. I would imagine. I I I would because HOAs usually usually aren't allocating their funds the best from what I've seen. No, I guess I might have lived in some places that have some pretty shitty HOAs, but from... about that. yeah, they totally divert their funds to like way more useless shit than they do for the education. Usually, it's like they try to like focus on the infrastructure, like in colleges and stuff, and that's just to say that like they are putting their money in, you know, just to pretend like they are, you know, making it sound like they're for the education, yeah. but. They're just adding more you know, pointless shit to right. make the campus seem a lot more approachable. Exactly. It's, it's, it's not a matter of education. It's a matter of looking like they're being good for education for funding. And that's all it's been. And that's why like, like yeah. I, I don't the conservatives when they say like unions are run by the mob, but I feel like some of them are run like the mob. Um, edu- a lot of education unions being that case as well. Um, I found that, at least from my experience friends I have that are in like workers unions like construction or carpentry or uh, auto machinery and this that and the other that it's, it seems like a lot of labor unions are good uh, at least for them um, well I mean there's evidence to suggest that you know a lot of Trump's buildings had to do with construction work from the mob because the mob was heavily involved in construction oh shit <laughs> I guess I'm wrong I, I don't know uh, take my children's grain of salt then with that being said uh, that's no, bad. I, I no, that that's what leads me to believe. That leads me to believe you, because if there was someone to know who is the mob involved in, that's he'd be the guy to know. Right, and that's probably why being a worker for the workers' union, you're getting a lot of money because you get paid by the mob, I guess. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe the construction unions were run by the mob. I don't know. I'm not a historian, or of course, <laughs> yeah, you know, I know nothing to, about I'm any of this shit. So. Definitely not like organized crime, but. Just, just saying. They, if they are run by the mob, but there, there was a connection between a lot of the skyscrapers in New York and the mob. I remember that. That, that's a fact. And there was like architects getting thrown off buildings for not complying and shit. Like it was there, there was shit happening, bro. I don't doubt that. 
Shit. A rap or something. Sounds good right about now. You said what? Sorry. Oh, I said I wish I had a uh, blunt rap or something. That sounds good right about now. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, this- I do. Hey, sweetheart. Here. Baby. Let me see what you I'm feel like on the blunt. Yeah? Right on. Thank you. Oh, shit. That's what awesome. Is- Howdy, brother. How you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm glad. Yeah. How am I doing? I'm doing a lot better today than I was yesterday, my friend. Hanging out at the park, enjoying oh, some air. Yeah. You remember this Tonight. I know exactly where you are. I know exactly where you are. Oh yeah, dude. This is one of the parks we grew up here. Uh, that's that's. Uh, that's that's Highland Park. Yeah, I grew up there. Hey, that's that's the elementary. That's right. It's a fence separating that from the campus of the elementary school I went to, and I did all of my years of elementary school at that school. And I grew up down the street, and a couple of my best friends live in that neighborhood. Yeah, well, here, it's a little uh, remotely dope uh, behind the scenes for you, then. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That's how. That's crazy. I'm glad. I'm glad that you uh you invited me to do this tonight. Yeah, man, man. I'm glad you were down to on such short notice. Dude, fuck yeah, man. I was supposed to be working, um, but I have to start next Tuesday instead because some shit happened yesterday, apparently. Uh, but uh, so yeah, basically, uh, uh with that being said, uh, I'm free, dude. No, you know, I'm just I'm glad to be a part of this. Every time you know uh, I've talked to you, it's always been an enjoyable experience. You know what I mean? Always something to take from it. And, uh, you know, last time we did the podcast, I had a great time. So I thought, you know, fuck yeah, why not? Buddy, boy. Took the words right out of my mouth, bro. Yeah, I'm glad you I made even, it. I don't, I don't even need to be here anymore, Nate. I'm just going to, you know, take off. And I think you got <laughs> it from here. Remotely dope now belongs to you because uh, you just, you got it all figured out. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, bro, I couldn't agree anymore. Yeah, you bring some insightful shit to the table already while we were talking politics earlier, which we don't do much on this podcast. That's good. Uh, yeah, we try to keep the politics light, but, we, you know, we're not afraid to talk about it. But, hey. Here, you see the picture of me, like... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, we don't. We try not to talk about it, but if we do, we do, you know. And yeah. you, you already said some insightful shit that made me got me thinking a little bit. So that's cool. You're already on I'm glad, road. man. You know, um, at the end of the day, when I talk about most things, I'm not here to like fucking. I'm not trying to preach. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, I'm a firm believer that everybody's got the right to think what they like, and like, uh, people's political differences don't mean anything to me. Like, you could be like. Unless you're like a fucking moron, you know what I mean? Like, that's what <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's, no, let me let me take that back. The, the only thing that would stop me from being anybody's friend is if they're like a fucking idiot. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and not I like a person, but like I just I need to be able to hold a conversation with someone to enjoy the company. Uh, you know what I mean? Are right. fucking- people people that aren't involved in it at all, it's really hard to talk to. I'm sorry. Could you say that one more time? 
uh, the people that just ignore politics entirely, I think you're kind of talking about, and don't really know what's going on. Like me, my political awareness can be measured on a pin, but I still, I, of all things, I heard a joke in a, the Animaniacs reboot the other day where he goes, can you guys shut up? I'm pretending to listen to the news like an adult. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Like, I'll, I'll do my my duties as I think, you know, I'll watch the debates and I'll do that. But I don't know what the fuck's going on half the time. Don't listen to me. No. Yeah, I have a basic general idea, but I'm not an economist. That's for sure. I'm not oh, an expert no. on political studies. I'm just an average voter, just like everybody else out oh. here. Yeah, no, no. When I said when I meant like an idiot, I wasn't even referring to politics. I was just talking about people being an idiot. Like, like. <laughs> my, point, my point being is like as far as political views go man like believe what you like basically um, i believe that like i said i think everyone has the right to think what they like and believe what they want um and live the life they want to live the way they want to um but you know uh I, that's that's why like I, I don't have a lot of problems like talking to people about you know stuff like this um you know i usually find that it's it's a uh, everyone sort of has some insights to give each other and i feel like if people open their ears to each other more and put their differences down you know if just for a second even uh they might take something away from it that might you know stop that difference or even for the very least start the, the start to get the fucking ball rolling to the uh for the process of you know making that issue uh solving that issue dude i'm high as fuck i can't talk <laughs> no that that's that was an astute observation though because uh you're right if, you got to be willing you got to be talking to people that are oh i think open-mindedness takes you a long way yeah. being set in your beliefs is never if you know that i think that's what it is always be willing to change i never think i'm right i just think what i think you know <laughs> That's that's the key to be, to growth. You know what I mean. If if you're not willing to change, then you're not going to grow as a person or as an individual. Even something as as small and insignificant as us as an individual, in comparison to the grand scheme of things, uh, nothing gets better unless we try to change. You know what I mean. Have, I, you know, have I discussed? Yeah. Have I discussed uh, the egg? I think I discussed the egg with you, Nate. Uh, the egg by Andy Weir. Um, the yeah. Short have I discussed talk to you, Clayton? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, well, I don't think I've discussed it on Remotely Dope. I think I've only discussed it on here someone, so I think it's worth going over again. Um, okay. The Ape so, by uh, Andy I will be right back. Continue talking. I gotta grab something real quick. You know what? Since okay. he'll be right back, I'll also be. You know what? I'm not gonna do that. Actually, you know what? Yeah, let's give this motherfucker the floor. I'm gonna be back in like 20 seconds. I apologize. Uh, I'm just gonna find something else to talk about. Because Clayton needs to hear about the egg. The egg. The egg. Uh, wait. The egg by. Oh, you too. Okay. This works out great. Okay. So the egg. By Andy Weir is a short story that is a conversation between a man and God. All right. Now, God explains that you have to go through every single life on this. Um, and once you have experienced every single life on this universe, like I'm talking everybody, every single person and every single being who has ever existed in the universe ever 
we live every single one of their lives and we are all the same soul if you will and oh, after we you guys have another black the same what Sorry, never. I, 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 I that you. was rude. I thought you were done. I was telling a joke. Go ahead. Oh. And that the entire universe is an egg, and after you've experienced every single life, you the egg hatches, and we become one of what is God, because God is its own race of people that is higher than us. Can I ask a question? What's up? For, so the concept of the soul, because I heavily how does that transition? Do you believe in a transition at that point, or how would you question the, uh, I guess, the odds or that possibility of, I don't know. Do you believe, what is your belief on that? Do you believe that uh, that like, theory has any legitimacy to it? Like in stories and movies, you know, soul can be described as one personality. Mm. You know, one soul can be cut down and all that stuff. How would that like? Uh, I'm not... Personally, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't have an opinion on it so at all. In just... the 30... My bad. Again, my timing is impeccable. But in the 30 seconds I was gone, we got into existentialism. Yeah, <laughs> the egg by Andy Weir. That's what I was trying to tell you about. But you were like, okay, well, since Nathan's leaving, he's already heard it. I'm going to leave. I'm having a lot of trouble hearing your friend in the background, if I'm being honest, bro. I didn't hear a lot of what he was asking me. Oh, oh really? Fuck. But but as far as souls in general, I that's way beyond me. Way beyond me. I'm not I'm not in touch with myself spiritually. I don't meditate or anything like that. Like I haven't explored that anywhere near as much as I should. <laughs> yeah, people always tell me to do that shit, and I'm just like, nah, I'm too wired. That's not my thing. I, have, I haven't taken psychedelics to be able to have an opinion on that. Like, there's there's a lot of stuff that I got to research yeah. before I'm even able to think about souls. Oh, for sure, I get you. Uh, yeah, no, I, I missed almost all of what that was about, so I just came back to hear stuff, hear stuff about like tripping balls, and I was like. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna listen back to that because I'm not gonna make the listeners listen to it twice. But I wanted to hear about the egg, and then I fucking left for twenty seconds. Well, I can stick. explain it again. It's no, I'm I'm thing. gonna watch it back. Oh, you can you... tell me later. But you already explained okay. it live. We're okay. Good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's like, don't do it again. I'm just don't like I'm, I'm in like director mode. I'm like, the, the, it's all good. <laughs> I'll listen to it later. <laughs> Uh, dude. But yeah, man, I I don't I don't know what what's going on after we die. I I have no idea. I I have such a love hate relationship with this subject because uh, I've been pondering it and losing sleep over it since I was like eight years old. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so scary. If it's all black, like how? What the fuck? That's, yeah, it's all that's what I think. I'm one of those. Like everything well, is so you. random and fucked up. It's got to just be black. I, I wanna. I, I hear you. That shit used to scare the shit out of me as well. Um, I don't know if. Do you know who uh, Kevin Smith is? I think that's his name. Oh yeah, yeah. big fan. Yes, yeah, uh, His uh, his mom actually like died and came back. Um, she apparently like he was on a podcast talking about this. I think it was Joe Rogan's. As a matter of fact, I could be wrong. Um. Watch give that, it a listen. Maybe it'll give you some food for thought. That I feel like if that be the case, and that's still something you experience, it'll it could help. You know what I mean? 
Well, the very, smell, at this I point, I, I grew up in a really Christian family, so there was always that, like, oh, if I'm happy, I'm going to hell. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. And, uh... But no, the older I get, and especially you mentioned Kevin Smith, uh, Dogma is a fucking incredible movie. If, uh, oh yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, the the older I got, now that I smoke weed, I pass out at like ten without a care in the fucking world. So it's no big deal. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, the the existentialism or uh, existentialism for your for your friend wow. was uh. Oh, man. I I got it all to myself, guys. Oh, there you go. Everybody's got blunts except me. This is bullshit. <laughs> we smoke uh, the blunts. We smoke the blunts. <laughs> Fifteen bucks, little man. But uh, to bookend what I was saying, um, actually, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, something about growing up in a, in a Christian family that said you couldn't be happy if you wanted to go to heaven. Oh, yeah. The the older I got, thank you. The older I got, I just, I stopped worrying about it. There's that old quote. I forgot who said it, but he it was someone smarter than me. I know that much. And they said, uh, can you do anything about it? No. Well, then why worry? Or can you do anything about it? Yes. Well, then why worry? It was like this little organizational chart. Oh, yeah. And there's like no reason to ever really worry about anything because you can either do something about it or you can't. Exactly. Dude, and and like if you really think about it and like really try to like – if you use that as food for thought, man, it provides such a level of peace, dude. Because like at the end of the day, it's fucking true. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there's things entirely out of control. Where I get stuck on things is when I know – if I'm able to do something about it and I know what I need to do about it, but I really, really don't want to do that thing or the idea of experience of the experience of going through doing that thing is going to be grueling or terrible or socially terrible or just uncomfortable or, you know, that those are the things that stress me the fuck out. That is the things that make my stomach turn upside down and give me the uh, butterflies. Like I'm about ready to experience something and go into something that I know is going to be a shit show. Oh yeah. No, dude, I hear you. I hear you. Um, when it comes to those kind of things, man, like from my experience, you know, like I've been there, like there's like, there, I've, I've been in situations where like, I really want to make a big mistake. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and there's like, like, for example, I've had friends that turned out to be like rapists. You know what I mean? When I hear Jesus. that, yeah, yeah. So when I hear that, I get immediately fucking like I, I don't get angry like that, you know what I mean? But my first thought is all the times I shook this person's hand, you know, this, yeah. that, other, right? And I'm like, fuck, I trusted this person because all of my friends, I love them all and I trust them like family. That's why you're my friend, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, it could be anybody. That's the thing that's really shocking. Like Ted Bundy exactly. had friends, you know? Exactly. And Ted Bundy, that's a scary motherfucker. Because Ted Bundy's like the one of the best, like best is the wrong word, but he's one of the the best at his at his fucking uh, profession, I suppose. He had charisma, and he. Well, the thing about I, I, what's funny is I was actually thinking of John Wayne Gacy, but um, uh, but Ted Bundy, the thing about him was that he had the looks and he had the charm, so he he just seemed, you know, so he had he he used the halo effect. Exactly. I think he was a lawyer as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not that deep into it, but. Um, but if he was like, like assuming he was a lawyer, would take that with a grain of salt because I can't like back that up right now. But uh, I know he went to college. So yeah, none good. of these. He was these a very are not things that. He was very intelligent. None of these things are, are things that surprise me though. None, none of these shock me. Here's what shocks me: Did he have? He had like a circle of friends. So I don't know as much about Ted Bundy. Like I saw that fucking Zac Efron movie and I thought it was pretty stupid. But, um, (laughs) but, uh, John Wayne Gacy, I fell into this weird serial killer rabbit hole recently. And John Wayne Gacy was the one that caught my interest. And I, I watched a bunch of shit on him and this dude was like he had already made a good name for himself. He was making six figures a year. Uh, he had like a good life. Sure, he was like you know he's I, I don't I don't know what the fuck his problem was, but uh, he had this thing for like young boys. Like he was like a forty in his forties or late thirties or some bullshit, and he would hire like people our age to work for. Him. And then he would like, you know, find ways to get him over. And 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 <laughs> one of the things that caught my interest a lot while I'm on this stupid tangent is, uh, he would put, he would say that I have this perfect trick for getting out of handcuffs. And he would put on handcuffs and then escape from them and go, I'll show you how to do it. Put it on. And then the kid would put the handcuffs on. And the trick was, he went. He would show him the key in his palm and he would go, the trick is to have the key. And then he would start like raping and killing him and shit. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy was a fucked up man. He's he's like, like, arguably out of all the serial killers uh, that are are infamous, he's probably the worst, man. Like, like, at least in my opinion, like his shit turns my stomach. I agree. Um, No, the the one thing I was going to mention was that he would, he wanted, uh, people to be conscious like he didn't like the idea of fucking a dead body but the people didn't want to fuck him so he wanted to keep them just conscious enough to feel like alive while he was fucking them so he would pour acid into their brain through like a funnel or something and and every single time he did it they would die but he kept trying it imagine that yeah just it's like some Ooh. saw shit, but it's real. We are not safe for work, kids. No. <laughs> Fuck, man. There was some other unnamed guy I saw a video about that cut his mom's head off and fucked it, but we can save that for later. Like, it's only cool. People are fucked up. Man, horrendous. I don't, it, it's insane. I don't like, I couldn't even imagine smacking my mother. You know what I mean? Or, or like, it's like, it's just insane how differently people can come out. Well, you know what? Truth be told, I think the people out there who are sleeping with the mothers, I think some of them couldn't imagine slapping their mother either. <laughs> I, I made this joke in a separate episode, but I, uh, I think I watched that, either I watched that video with my mom or whatever, but me and my mom have like a very casual relationship i call it a white people relationship because every every other color they make that joke like you say damn it in front of your mom and she beats the shit out of you but uh my mom just lets me say whatever and um i told her when we saw that i was like if i was ever really mad at you i would chop your head off but that's where it would end 
Like that that'd be the end of it. My mom will get mad at me if I'm dropping F bombs left and right for no reason like that. She'll speak up on that and be like, yo, well, come on, why why are you talking like that? Like it's just not necessary. Yeah, no, I don't go as crazy as I would, like, with the boys or whatever. Like, I'm not, like, fuck this shit well, back or whatever. But, I know, have I let a out the relationship fuck. with my mom, so I can get like that with my mom. Because sometimes my mom can act kind of bro-ish if she, if she really... She'll, she could totally act bro-ish if she wanted to. My mom's to. like that, too. Yeah, And she'll make a solid attempt to sometimes, and it'll fail, and it's adorable, but, you know... You know, I have a casual relationship with my mom, so it's really easy for me to let go and for me to not think about the way that I'm speaking as if I'm speaking to my mom. Really it's a really easy person to talk to. Yeah, like sometimes I'll have those moments where I'll say something and then I'm like, ooh, sorry, forgot who I was talking to for a second there. Yeah. As a kid, I'm not going to lie to you as a kid. If I cuss in front of my mom, I get my ass whooped. Like, oh, as a kid? That's what yeah. makes it so mind-blowing oh, now. Sorry to cut you off, but like... like that's what makes it so mind blowing. Now, when I was a kid, if I said "damn" in front of my mom or "hell," I would have gotten the shit kicked out of me. But all of us, she's just one of those parents. Like the second I became an adult, she stopped giving a shit. Yeah, that was that's exactly what I was going to go into as well. Is like when I became an adult, it became a very casual thing. Like like they didn't care. Also, just like don't be disrespectful with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, right. when you, you could when say you're adult, you could say it's gotta have context. Right. Context. You can't just say, "Hey, fuck that guy." Like, like, like that. You know, my mom would look at me funny. You know what I mean? If I said that, like, "Hey, mom, look at that guy. He's a fucking idiot." Like, like, no, nah, it's probably gonna give me a smack upside the hip. And keep in mind, I'm <laughs> six foot four. She is like five foot two. Like, 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 I'm still yeah. afraid of my mom. She would beat the shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm I'm five six, and I think my mom's like five two as well. But I could say something like that, and she would probably say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah but the the limit there is like i just can't cuss at her angrily that's like the line so i'm not gonna be like fuck you mom not like not like i would anyways but that she would definitely be like it's like if you could imagine calling your mom a cunt it would be the same thing as exactly it would be the same thing as that like I'll, i can go i can go hey mom look at that fucking retarded ass cunt over there she's acting like a stupid ass piece of shit and that's just me exaggerating right but if i went fuck you mom or if even if i went you know what mom you suck fuck you or not even fuck, you know what i'm trying to say she would be like and it would be like this whole thing yeah that would be a huge yeah. thing to my mom man and that she has every right for her to be that way like i yeah. I owe her so much. Yeah, even yeah. My adulthood, bro. It's not even like it's not even like as soon as I graduated high school and I was no longer a child, I went off on my own and I had the whole world figured out. Like it, it, my journey into adulthood was not that simple. Like I owe that woman so fucking much. <laughs> uh, I know the feeling. It's in that same vein. I had an aunt who I lived with for a little while. And she knew, she knew, like, I wasn't a virgin. She knew I, you know, she knew a lot of stuff. And she still, like, she wouldn't even curse in front of me. She would say, like, oh, that's bullshit. And then she'd, like, turn around and be like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, do you know half the shit I say and do on a daily basis? But then um, I saw her again when I was 18 or 19. And she said something like, she said some profanity. And she was like, 
Oh yeah, did you notice how I curse in front of you? And I don't care if you like I don't care anymore because I was like just barely eighteen at the time. It's just weird to me how people function like that. If it's like if that's how you think, if you're either okay with it or you're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wouldn't want my ten year old saying, Hey dad, how the fuck are you? But at the same time, I'm not like gonna be like, Oh shit, oops, sorry, buddy. I'm here. Yeah. I know you've never heard language like that before. Right. And my my old man, I think, kind of had the approach of, uh, yeah, that's it's acceptable for you to cuss when you're a little bit older. Not when you're 18, but when you're a bit more mature. You, right it's acceptable for you to cuss, but it has to have context to it. And right. probably shouldn't do it in front of the woman of the house. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was that, always the guys in my family, too. Just You can curse in front of me, man, just not in front of the ladies. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just a matter of respect matters. Yeah, it's just being a gentleman. Yeah. You know, as a child, like I said, as a child, it was more so like, it was for me, you know, you cuss, you get a smack in such a head, you get an ass whooping, depending on, you know what I mean? Depending on context and how you use it. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, no, it's just, you could just, just be, be a fucking adult about it. Don't, don't be stupid, you know? Right. Yeah, be, be an adult about it. Absolutely. Man, I am blind as fuck, and it sucks. Because I took my glasses off to clean them, and now putting them back on to look at the screen is fucking. Yeah, yeah I want to make. I want to take mine off too, because these headphones are like squishing them into my fucking skull. But I don't want to deal with what you're dealing with. I'll go ahead and join you. <laughs> don't do it, man. <laughs> <It's not worth laughs> so, uh, if it's all right with you guys, I'd like to take this moment to talk about my Twitch stream. Sure. Do your thing. Remotely dope. Go ahead. Give, <laughs> give me a follow. Remotely dope. No space. At uh, on Twitch. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag lately. I know it's a seven-year-old game, but it's tons of fun. And who doesn't love pirates, right? Hey, right. GTA Five has lasted like three PlayStations. Don't let. Don't count yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, dude. Fuck. I don't understand it, but uh, anyway. Yeah, I guess I've just been afraid of like. Have you um, played uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like my, th I love the fucking game. It's really, really fun. But um, at the same time, I wouldn't say it's a good Assassin's Creed game. I'd say it's a great pirate game because it is. You know what I mean? There's many who argue that it's the best Assassin's Creed game. I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I just, like, don't get me wrong. It holds the title Assassin's Creed, so it's still an Assassin's mm -hmm. Creed, and I and I agree. I, I think it is. Yeah. It, but for me, you, I also think I also really liked Odyssey. I thought Odyssey was phenomenal. Um, I didn't, and I think I never, I never uh, played Odyssey. The thing about Black Flag is, is you don't even play an assassin the entire. You don't play an assassin most of the game. The guy yeah, you're playing. I've never, I've never played through an Assassin's Creed, so I think this is the perfect moment for me to take a bathroom break. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. But yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I agree, and that's, and that's exactly why I say, like what you just brought up. That's exactly why I say that uh, Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag is a great pirate game because it is. It, you play yeah. as a pirate, you know what I mean? And um, it it's like the best. It's the best Assassin's Creed game, at least in the games that played like that. You know what I mean? But then they changed it with Origins, and it's it's a different game now. Um, but uh, Odyssey is fucking phenomenal, man. You said you haven't played it. No, Valhalla, 
Valhalla looks a lot like a kind of a Tomb Raider-ish type of game. Yeah, man, like Valhalla's good, but I'm just, Odyssey's better. Yeah? Yeah. Just, just get, if you get the chance, pick up Odyssey. I think cosmetically Valhalla is, is oof. Like, oof, like visually Valhalla looks Oh yeah, beautiful. Oh, yeah. no, like, I've I'm never sure. seen a single game like Valhalla like that. Like I've never seen a game like that in my life cosmetically. Like I will give that to it every single day of the week. Oh yeah, it's no, like, like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a great game. I'm not disputing that. But like, dude, just check Odyssey out. I promise you, it's way cheaper than Valhalla right now, and it yeah. is. It's you, you think it's better than Black Flag? Yeah. yeah. Did this one come out right after Black Flag? No, after Black Flag was. Fuck, there was a few, man. There was a few. There was that Unity thing that was like that multiplayer one. That are, there, are there missions as like a human in like real time? Like in like the future or whatever? What? You, like there's, you know how like Assassin's Creed is like a big old uh, simulation? Oh, yeah. And then you can play as the character outside of the simulation. Yeah. Is that how it is? Is that how it is in Odyssey? Yeah, you can. Like, you I, I wish they but would just completely get rid of that as a whole. I really oh, I, do. I agree, it's stupid. I, I would just like to be in the fucking the yeah. past, like the simulation. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Odyssey, like you, you're barely outside the simulation, though. Um, to be honest, yeah. so that's it's better. Uh, fucking, but yeah, Odyssey's phenomenal, man. You've got to give it a play. I think it's on sale right now too. Um, very cheap and. <laughs> you, you just gotta play it, man. It's so fucking good. That might be that might be the next game I stream. Who knows? There you go. Hey, check his Twitch out. Ow. What's your Twitch at? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll shout you out on my my. Remotely dope, no space. Remotely same, dope. same as the name of the podcast. All right. No, all yeah. gonna, it's the podcast Twitch. We're all gonna Twitch together eventually. We just gotta. Are you? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta, bro, I'm gonna be honest, I don't have a, a, a PC, well, I have a laptop, but I don't have, like, a PC, um, and I have no idea how to do any of that shit, like, as far as, like, computers go, I'm so, uh, so inept, I, I don't oh, know okay. how to do that shit. The um, sad thing is, I have a crappy PC, and I'm really, uh, good with computers and Streamlabs, ODBS, I've been looking at that, and I just don't have the equipment. Once I have the equipment, it'll be a no-brainer. Yeah, that's fair. Going to be building a PC in the coming months. Oh, right on. Yeah, so I might, I might actually record that and post that on the remotely dope subscribe uh, subscription yeah. channel. Me, me building my PC. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah, might, yeah might be some fun to do. Yeah, this oh. is our third video podcast. I think last time. Uh, for whatever reason, we did just audio, but we're back, goddammit. Follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Early. Remotely Dope. Hell yeah. Where else are we, Randy? One thing I hate the most is You said what? Where else Where are we? Where else are we? We're on YouTube, oh, we're on, Spotify. Uh, oh, yeah, we're on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, uh, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Breaker. That's what's up. Robert Randy's Breaker. got the hookup. Stanford. 
Breaker question mark. I'm not sure if that's on the list or not, if that even exists. There's a whole long list of shit we're on. Wherever you watch podcast or listen to podcasts, we're on it, I tell you. Oh, yeah, and most importantly, it. eat your heart out, Joe Rogan. We're on Spotify, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't get paid a billion be, dollars to move to Texas. Spotify either. Man, my fucking camera sucks, man. Oh, you're good. You're about the same as us. Oh, man. I'm high as fuck right now, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this podcast is about. I'm get, I'm way more cross-faded than I usually am, but that's what Remotely Dope's all about. Hell yeah, dude. Where's my beer? I keep... There should... Eventually, there will be a compilation of me just, like, looking for my vape and my weed and my beer because I always forget which fucking side I put it on. If you pay attention, like, every... Five minutes, I'll be like. What's going on, Randy? Uh, i show Nathan my funk collection. I, I used to go up in that area like when I got Pathfinder. I got mm-hmm. Post Malone. I got the Energizer Bunny. I got Iron Man. I got the Night King from Game of Thrones. I got a couple of Riddlers. <laughs> I just figured while well, I had them in the background, it was worth uh, showing. This is actually uh, a few books here, but I figured it was worth showing what, uh, what was there. A little room tour built into the episode. Yeah, just showing them what they were what they were looking at this entire time. That's cool, man. I've just got my black back. Is that an NES? Yeah, it's a super super Nintendo. I've got the SNES. Fuck yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah. I've also got a PlayStation 1, but it actually is the square one that says PlayStation 1 on it. Oh, it's the Slim. Yeah, the Slim. Game nerd. I suck at them, but I know everything about them. Makes no sense. Speaking of games, yeah. what are you going to play? Me? Oh. I... Last time you Go for it. I've already talked about my stream. You can talk about the games that you play, Clay. Um, so I'm a big fan of games that you can easily pick up and put down. I think it's the ADHD. But uh, the one game I'm really good at is Tony Hawk. So I'm so glad they made a comeback this year because my list of things I'm good at can go back to, like, two. But <laughs> um, So, like, Tony Hawk, Mortal Kombat, Rock Band... You know, little ticky-tack shit like that. I play Call of Duty because everybody else plays it. I play, you know, Overwatch and stuff like that because everybody else plays it. But when it comes to my own, like, narrowed taste, I just go for, like, the kind of stuff I can zone out to, you know? Yeah. Are you playing uh, that new Black Ops or Modern Warfare or anything? Or? Uh, I am. I am playing Cold War. I'm not... Uh, like I said, I'm no good at Call of Duty. Like, I'm fucking worse than my 12-year-old little brother. But um, I play it because it's, it's cool. It looks good. And I always get it for free. They always, My friend buys it for me or whatever, and they just, like, land in my lap. So I, I play them. 
when I really get into a game that's a multiplayer game, like uh, the first one I really got into was Modern Warfare 2. That was, the, that was my entrance into shooters, and that was the game that I was hooked on. And I'm a strong believer that practice makes perfect, so when I'm going to play a game competitively like that, I'm going to, it's going to be the only game that I play. I'm not going to play very much of anything fucking else because I'm dumping all of my time and effort into getting as good as I possibly can at this game that I play. Same. So the most recent game that I did that with, uh, because the first one was Modern Warfare 2, the most recent one that I did that with was Apex Legends. I played that for a year straight. And I didn't play a single other game aside from that for a year straight Apex Legends. But I stopped getting better at it, and I grew bored of it. And every game became kind of the same to me, and it became a little too repetitive. I reached the height of as good as I was gonna, I was gonna get. I, I really think so. Uh, so I don't play Apex Legends anymore. So that's why I was uh, streaming a single player game like Black Flag. I got that up for super cheap and. That was like only nine bucks on the PlayStation Store. So I was like, oh, yoink. Never played it before. Had fun in the past playing Assassin's Creed games. Love pirates. Why the hell not? And yeah, <laughs> super glad that I did. Nine bucks, yeah. I have yeah, the 360 nine. version of it, but I, I don't want to download it because the Xbox One version exists. I'm just like the... Like, I played through some of it back when my attention span for games wasn't as, as good or well. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's. I know I have the 360 version of Black Flag, but I want to just get the the one version from all the shit you've been talking it up for so long. It makes me want to play it again. Either that, yeah, or man, it's definitely worth playing. And it's it's really super interesting to me the uh, the accurate history in that game. There was an actual Republic of Pirates mm-hmm. that where everybody and anybody was tolerated, and they held elections. And it was this place of freedom. And it, I don't know, man. There, there's something really admirable about that. It really tugs at your heartstrings. And it, for me, anyway, I really fuck with that heavy. Yeah. But England just came down was like, hey, nah, this is our feeling. Hey, Nathan, can crushed. you turn your camera for me? Sorry. My bad. It's all good. But from what I understand, I don't want to butcher this, but Blackbeard escaped with a bunch of other people by throwing a ship that was on fire and filled with explosives into one of the ships in the English blockade, and they used that to escape Mm. and and sail out and got away. (laughs) But yeah, the whole island was taken over by by the English, and and that that was put to a stop. I have a. The idea is cool. It's Assassin's Creed, correct me if I'm wrong, is like known for their historical accuracy, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And each one, I have a bunch of them, but like I said, I'm not much of a gamer, so I, you know, I get them from my friend, and they're just in my install list. And I've played a couple levels of a few of them, but I'm just not motivated enough or whatever. Um, but from what I remember, they're like in each one, he's it's like a different version of him or some bullshit, like the multiverse theory. Uh, no, to like different it's, points uh, in history. It's ancestors. It's ancestry is what ah. they do. Is they they go they go through your genetic memory and they they claim 
that you're, they're able to gather all of this information through everything that your ancestors experienced through your DNA. Okay. Yeah. So all these people are, a lot of them are related. I think there's like a, a few different bloodlines. The one main guy I remember lines. is uh, Ezra, because you could play as him in Soul Calibur Six or whatever mm -hmm. the last one was. <laughs> That's the true. main character in Assassin's Creed 3 is related to the main character in Assassin's Creed 4. I believe they are both ten ways. Ah. Yeah. And then, uh, are Altair and Ezio related? No? Well, I don't know. I don't remember, to be real. Don't call me on Oh, okay. But Desmond Miles is related to Ezio. Well, no, they have to be related to them. Because Desmond's related. That's not inherent. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of, like, ancestry shit going on anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what it's all about. Most definitely. That's cool. Like I've said for the last six years, I should check that out. I, should, I probably will one day. <laughs> and and aside from all the, the, the sneaky, sneaky stab stab... Uh, being on a ship and getting into ship fights is, is super fun. They made they they really did a great job of making ship battles exciting and fun and upgrading your ship. And I think they really could have done a lot more on customizing your ship. I'm a I'm a big big believer in that. I think uh, I'm a guy who really likes the customization, like Rocket League. Rocket yeah. League. I have so much fun fucking with my cars on Rocket League. <laughs> in GTA 5, I have so much fun fucking with my cars in GTA 5. Like, I, I, I think they could have done a lot better with the outfits. They could have given you a lot more options as far as shit to wear. And I think they could have given you a lot more options as far as shit to customize your ship with. So oh, yeah. aside that you they gave you consistently the ability to make your ship stronger and stronger they let you change the color of your sails they let you change a figurehead but uh i mean you you had to continually upgrade your ship to be able to fight stronger ships mm. 10 seconds I hate, I hate to do this um, my phone is at five percent i can have a charge on Okay, no worries. I'll sit and talk to the camera for, for a bit. Um, hey, uh, Clay. Oh, hey, Clay. What's up? Nate here, uh, is uh, having low battery with his phone. Yeah. Well, oh, okay, so you gotta go? Yes, sir, I gotta call it a night. Oh, no problem. Well, I appreciate having you on, dude. It was nice meeting oh, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's been a fantastic time. I really do appreciate you being here, as always. Uh, look forward to doing this again in the future. I'm sure we will. Oh, hell yeah, man. Just, uh, just let me know, and I'd be glad to hop on. Sure. All right, Chief. You have yourself a great night, and thanks again. You too. Later, Gator. Later, man. All right. Back to the... Back to formula here. Hey, yo. <laughs> we got 40 minutes of runtime left. All right. This, this show, we've decided, because we could talk for fucking hours on end, but it's two hours long. And we've also got our after show, 
which I have officially dubbed without consulting Randy, the overdose. So, uh, that's nah. Veto. You don't like it? Veto. What? Uh. Uh. The the, the podcast is called Remotely Dope. So the no, bonus, the part where kind, we're talking, it's not that kind of dope. It's dope. No, it's like it's, that's it's fucking dope, dope but it's also adjective, not the noun. It's no. called a double entendre. We're really doing this backstage shit right now. Veto. No. The overdose, man. What? What the fuck you want to call it? Uh, I don't know. I I definitely think that this takes some time and discussion, but I'm definitely not for the overdose, bro. Oh my god. We do see. Here's the thing. We do two hours like, on this podcast. It's like it's like calling it the cancer. How is it like calling it the cancer? It's the same thing. How? It's a deadly thing that some people survive from and some people don't. <laughs> okay, so you're getting all PC on me. Yeah, all right. motherfucker. Not even it's, PC. Just, just. You act like somebody's know. gonna see. No, see, this is where PC culture gets a little out of hand. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, you, you act like someone's gonna see. Oh, the overdose episode one, and be like, "What the fuck?" Like, I don't, I don't. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't see how it's a problem, other than for like ad revenue. Oh, it's desensitized to the fact that drugs are. You know, we're talking about a weed stuff. overdose. If you have a weed overdose, that just means you smoked all of your weed in one that's night. Not, that's not a thing. Oh yeah, a weed overdose. I'll make it a thing. Urban Dictionary: weed overdose. Oh, when you smoke all of your weed in one night, or because you smoked so much weed, you fucking eat everything in your fridge, or you drink all your beer, or I don't know. <laughs> weed overdoses are no fucking big deal. That's where the. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's not like we're overdosing on crack or heroin. That's different. Yeah. You you overdose on weed, and the only thing that's going to take a beating is your fridge. I think you should you should put, like, overbaked then. I think that's a good one. See, I don't like that. I feel like <laughs> just call it, I feel like at that point, it should, see, that's what I'm saying. The overdose, it's like, it's it's clever. Not to jerk myself off here, but it's like clever in a way because it's we already did the main podcast, but we're still fucking talking. So it's the overflow, but because we smoke and openly get fucked up on the podcast like we've been doing for the last hour and 20 minutes. It's the overdose. I I feel you, man. I just I'm still not for it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then I, I don't know what we're going to call it. If that's... Man, I thought... When I when I thought of that, I was like, wow, that is the absolute perfect title. No, and I'm sorry. This man. is the... This is, this is not the immediate praise I was expecting. I apologize. <laughs> I hate to disappoint. I really do. <laughs> I mean it in, like, the adjective, bro. Like, that's dope. And then also, back in the day... Long ago, they used to call marijuana dope. 
I'm not talking about today's definition of the noun dope of the okay, heavy drug, so like, you know? Okay, so, like, what you're saying is, like, when somebody does a fucking double kickflip, you're like, oh, that's dope. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's a double entendre. It's dope, and I, we smoke dope. You dope? I, I, I get you, but you don't overdose you. on dope. I'm very, I'm a firm believer in separating the two. You don't overdose on weed. Weed is safe. Weed, weed is in happy land. Weed is in, in comfortable padded room territory. That's what I'm saying. Overdosing on weed is when you have the day it's off and you've day. smoked a little more than usual and you fall asleep in the middle of the goddamn day. That's I, a weed I, overdose. I get you, man. That, what I'm saying is <laughs> Agree that's to disagree at this point. Overdose. That's making light of what a legitimate overdose is, which is like a legitimate huge problem. You're making light out of something that like Okay, if somebody overdoses and they it becomes a problem, they die. So we're only technically offending the dead, is what you're telling me. No, because not everybody who overdosed dies, but it's that's it's it's it's, it's sensitive to the, I think... to the family members of people who overdose. It's not just like Overdoses only affect the people who overdose. That's just not, that's that's saying. not I'm, the case. I, I get that overdose. I I I don't know. I I think that's a little. I'm too not saying. I'm not taste. saying you can't I, say the word overdose on a show. I'm just saying I don't want it to be the title of my fucking episode of a clip or anything. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, I got you. No, I'm just. I'm just defending my side of it. Why I thought it was a good I, I fucking thing. The only people that are going to be watching our videos are people that, if they get offended at something being called the fucking overdose, then they shouldn't be watching our videos to begin with. If somebody has a heroin problem, or if somebody has a huge problem with addiction, and they're watching our two-hour podcast where we're smoking and drinking and, and, and doing all this shit openly, that probably wouldn't be a good influence for them in the first place. Right. If they're if they're so easily if they're so easily turned by something as a a title of a podcast, then they were yeah. fucked from Jump Street. I guess that's my point. I'm not married to calling it that. I'm just kind of married to giving you my opinion on why I think it's bullshit because I think it would make for good content. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I mean, this whole conversation about it is being good content. I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I disagree. Let's discuss. Now let's we can, now well this chunk we can call it the overdose question mark question mark question mark. <laughs> <laughs> so we can do that, but we can't. You know what? I'll put it down. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is. The episode is two hours long. I don't think anybody's going to want to listen for that long in the first place. So the episode is two hours long. That's just, I like structure. That's the only reason we're doing it. But uh, I like the episode to be two hours long. So we need something to call. the. Bill Maher calls it overtime. So I would love to call it overtime, but Bill Maher calls it that. I want to come up with something unique, which is why I came up with the overdose because we're remotely dope. We could call it. But apparently we're not remotely dope. We we're remotely 
Dope. We could call it the afterlife. <laughs> the aftermath. The uh, over, the overflow. That's, a, that's that's Dre's record label. I'm pretty sure is aftermath. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, I, does does our podcast I remotely care. resemble uh, gangster rap? Uh, no. There you go. We could call it Time of Your Life for all I give a fuck. It's called an homage. I have the time of my life. Oh, see, I was saying, I hope you had the time of your life. Uh, That's what I was thinking of. But I see, I see. I used to be able to play that on harmonica. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My principal, I think I probably could if I had the tab in front of me. <laughs> I've been a huge Green Day fan since I was 10 years old, and I remember my principal played that song and sang it on guitar at one of our, like, pep rallies. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, oh, God, he's killing it. Oh, or he's, he's oh, he uh, bombing it. it. Yeah, he uh, butchered it. Like, oh, God, why? Stop. Yeah, I used to be able to do it on the harmonica. It was cool. That's what's up. I could do yeah, a lot on the harmonica. I used to be able to just read tabs and just kick it. If I had the song to listen to and the tabs to read, I was able to kick it. Yeah, that's one of those cool songs. Like, if you meet anybody that says, like, oh, I don't really know Green Day all that well, you could show them, this has happened to me more than, more than ten times. Uh... Where you you play time of your life and they're like, oh, what the fuck? I know this. This is Green Day. Mm-hmm. That's that's that song. Yeah. It's just so exposed. Definitely. How much more time we got, man? What are you trying to call it? I'm running out of steam, bro. Yeah. No, I feel it. Um, yeah, dude, we're about an hour and a half. We can call it. Okay, well, I appreciate y'all listening, folks. This has been Remotely Dope. I'm Clayton Ladd. I'm Randy Kendrick. See you next time. We'll figure out the ending. (laughs)